Hey everyone, welcome to the Oasis Podcast. I'm your host, Miss AJ. Thanks for tuning in. An Oasis is something that provides refuge, relief, or pleasant contrast. And that is exactly what you will find tuning into the Oasis Podcast. This is a space where I and special guests will be cultivating intentional and honest conversations about life's journey. Subscribe everywhere you listen to podcasts and watch us on YouTube now. Welcome back, everyone, to the Oasis Podcast. I'm here again with my sister friend, Jennifer. Hello, everyone. <laughs> so today's actually Jennifer's birthday. So happy birthday, hey. Jennifer! <laughs> <laughs> so we spent the day celebrating. So we are back today. So you already know, the first episode that we shared with you all had to do with the home buying experience. Mm-hmm. And we promised y'all an update. And we got an update for y'all. <laughs> for, <laughs> I don't know if it's the update we wanted. <laughs> but we definitely have an update for you all. So let's jump in. Jen, reintroduce yourself to those of who probably are just checking in on this podcast for the first time. I'm Jennifer. And we've embarked on this home buying journey for a few months now and uh, I've been I feel blessed to have her as a friend a sister to kind of be on this journey with so hopefully today we can share some of our experiences and some feedback to people who may be going to through it or thinking about going through it and I guess share some of our experiences maybe share some advice Absolutely. So this episode is going to be mainly lessons learned. I think last time we talked about the process, right? Mm -hmm. Getting started and kind of moving through the process. And this time we are out of round one, I guess. (laughs) So we kind of went through it and we're at a stop right now. And we're reflecting and unpacking the experience that we've had. So... We're going to also touch on that, give a little bit of kind of what happened, but then mainly focus on the things that we learned and hopefully wish to do different next time. And so for those of you, hopefully mistakes that you won't have to make if you listen to this and are embarking on your home buying journey. So a short recap, right? So it is approximately how many months altogether we've been searching? Um, We started, was it February? Definitely underground looking at places february mm-hmm. so that makes it about eight months eight months eight months into for the- me for you it's eight yeah. months round two <laughs> or round three <laughs> yeah yeah it's it's been quite quite way 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 longer but so for this kind of stretch of it it's been eight months total and the last episode we talked about you know having a particular real estate agent that we found a black man who has been guiding us through the process that's we were working with him for about five months to this to this point i guess you can say up until our last transaction has been five months and since also the recording i think we've kind of went through when i say went through meaning put bids on and went through the process of what, what about two or three places three it's three yeah okay. three one didn't bother to answer because they weren't um gonna provide the property vacant mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. two of them we've gone through attorney reviews for yeah. two separate properties so what that means is that we had to shell out some money. <laughs> 
And listen here, I don't care if it's a dollar. Like, if it's unnecessary, it's unnecessary. But yeah. we'll, we'll get to that. So just kind of give you all some context since the last podcast, right? We were working with this real estate agent. And between then and now, we've already had three deals that kind of in some way, shape, or form fell through, essentially. Um, and we can, I guess, talk about those experiences a little bit more. But right now, we are probably at the suggestion, mostly at the suggestion of myself, taking a break. And I'm choosing to take a break as opposed to get burnt out from the process because that's what's happened to me prior. I kept experiencing hardships. I kept experiencing just, just the craziest things. And I would get so disheartened and just be over the whole process. And I feel like, I feel like we were nearing that. I feel like we were nearing kind of like, yo, what? the fuck <laughs> like it's going on and i said you know what let me not get myself to the point of being burnt out and completely turned off from the process let me just take a break let me regroup let me get myself together and then we can start fresh of course with better i guess better tools in our kit moving For forward sure. mm-hmm. so that hopefully the next time will be the it time right because i think we learned a lot about what type of agent we want, what type of process we want to experience. And I think we also learned that there we have more of, a, I think, more of a hand in the process than we thought, I think, essentially. I think so. Yeah, for sure. So let's jump into it. So we mentioned that, <laughs> I don't even know where to start. <laughs> I don't know where to start. I swear I don't know where to start. So we start with the agents. So we start with the properties. Like, I don't know. Well, I guess the easiest spot is the properties. I okay. Guess. All right. Um, I mean, we don't have the name of addresses. Right, we were, right, right. But we looked at some properties. Again, we were looking in Jersey. And we were either doing, we are willing to do individual or something together, depending on the property, depending on how it best, best suited both of our needs. And so two of the properties were, it was two, two families that were close together, right? That was side by side. Mm -hmm. And then it was one for family, right? Mm -hmm. So the first one, we pretty much got the offer accepted. Yes. Offer got accepted, but they said they um, it was fully occupied and mm-hmm. they were not inter- going to entertain the idea of providing any unit vacant. Right. And um, that just wasn't going to work simply because that property needed so much work and there it, it was just going to be too much of a hassle at that to, to not yeah. have it vacant or at least the allotted amount of properties vacant so when you buying a property this one was two two families so and then they had this one had the basement right this was the basement the first one was the one we didn't even get to see because they weren't allowing anyone in until i'm thinking about okay i'm thinking about the second one uh, accepted okay yeah so that was the very first one yeah okay Um, so we didn't yeah we didn't even and that one did we didn't even move forward into attorney review because they said they weren't gonna vacate by no means yeah at all um, they wasn't even gonna try to yeah right. um and technically legally if it's a f- two family they have to vacate at least one of the properties so the owner can be in one and they said they wasn't gonna do none of that so that wasn't gonna work mm-hmm. but the neighborhood was nice right mm-hmm. it had oh, it was great location had a lot of things that we wanted mm-hmm. and so that's what we were willing to make an offer without seeing it because that was also right. a stipulation like they had to accept the offer before you can see yeah the property which was a little wonky but so you know we had a we, contingency yeah that we that won't go forward unless we saw the whole the property mm-hmm. 
So that one was that. And then it was the second one that I was thinking about. That was the two two family, both side by side, but they also had a finished basement. Mm-hmm. And that particular property needed work. That's the one I was addressing earlier. It needed a lot of work. And I think, did we even, we got the offer accepted, but I don't know if we got to attorney review. Or did we, yes, we did. We, we did get to attorney, attorney review. So what attorney review means is essentially just that both sides, attorneys are looking over the contract and they're putting in the things that they want and not they the, that the, either the seller or the buyer wants mm-hmm. so that you can move forward into you know moving the, the process forward mm-hmm. this essentially can take minimum three days but they call it, in our case one of ours took about two weeks oh, it took a while like over yeah, a week, the almost second two weeks yeah attorney review took uh, about longer than expected. two weeks so yeah it can take a little while depending on just how quickly the, the attorneys kind of mm-hmm. respond and kind of give their Kind of go back and forth, I guess, with their client and and, and back to the other attorney and all that. So that can take some time. That particular property, we got to return and review. So I think it's hard not to talk about the property. Not to talk about the agent and just talk about the property. (laughs) Because... So we had so much good stuff to say about our agent last time. And And he came... Yo, he came out the door swinging. You feel me? So we were like, oh, this guy is great. Like, this is awesome. And I just... You know, no offense to anybody who's a real estate agent that's listening, but y'all suck. Like, I, <laughs> I no, I've had too many bad experiences with agents. I'm starting to feel like y'all learned this in school. Like, y'all learned this in real estate agent school. Because they always come off, of course, friendly. Like, they're willing to help. They're ready. And somewhere along the line, they lose the enthusiasm. They lose the gusto. They lose the work ethic. And it's essentially you technically doing all the work and then they don't give you energy until they think oh yeah something's really about to go down and then they try to push you into something that may not even be in your best interest now i hope and pray all y'all ain't like this and if there's some who isn't like this please hit us up we're looking for jersey holla at us but (laughs) i've met too many entirely too many who just doesn't give that energy so he started out great like he was really he knew the neighborhoods which we loved so he was able to give us because he lived in the neighborhoods that we were looking for or he was very familiar with them or he grew up in them so he was able to be like hey this is how it is this is how it's not this is what you should do this is what you shouldn't do perfect wonderful thank you he was also i think he was given he was good at giving us properties to look at like to view at first he kind of started out you know showing us listings or whatever the case is and of course we did we we're just a personality where we do our own anyway we do our own due diligence so we were sending him stuff yeah for sure so we were just waiting on him but he did a good job of sending some stuff at first i feel when things got a little sticky i saw some inconsistencies early on but they were not they were negligible like there were things that was like i don't like that but uh, it's all right nothing huge 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 but it started to get when we got into the second deal, right? Mm-hmm. And he... So, out the gate... I think even before the second deal, there was another property where we weren't able to make an <sighs> offer. Yes, because they were close together, right? Right. Yes, 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 yes. That is very true. So, there was another four family that was like... It was probably like 70% finished, about... Mm-hmm. And, but great, again, great location, huge property. The work that was already done looked great, mm-hmm. right? It was a good looking property. We mm-hmm. seen it. I want to 
let's say we saw it at the top of the month. I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to give y'all a timeline. Saw it at the top of the month and we're like, yo, all right, we definitely want to move forward. The day we seen it, we're like, the yes, we want it. Like, let's do this. He's like, all right, cool. So we would need, we would have needed a special type of loan to get it so that we can finish yeah. the work, right? And that's called a 203K. So there's a process that goes with that. At the time, we didn't really know what the process was. So we were relying on him to right. use his expertise, right? He's right. an agent. Like, he should know this stuff. Or he should have resources, right, people that he can lean on to assist. He gave us the impression that he was, you know, he was on it. So he's like, okay, we got to find, and we have to find a contractor to come and give us a bid in order for us to he even make an offer. An offer. So that we have a, 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 a guesstimate of what is doable and et cetera, et cetera. We're like, all right, cool. He says he, he's on it. No worries. Got this. How, I, how long passed? I think about two weeks yeah. passed. And in this market, that's a lifetime. Like, that's a long time. But every few days, I would say every two to three days, I was like, hey, yep. did you have you, hey, Working on it. Oh, yeah. I got somebody. Oh, oh, this. And then nothingness. Oh, they fell through. Oh, oh, this. And he he would start to make, like, these excuses. Okay. So then we got, because, again, this is our personality. So we was like, we're going to find somebody. Because I don't know what you're doing. (laughs) We're going to find somebody. So we talked to our loan officer. And he suggests someone. Cool. Very professional. They show well. (laughs) Professional. (laughs) They show up. So we make a date for them to come. And to so that they can finally view the property. This is about two and a half weeks later, I want to say. Yeah. About. The house, for whatever strange reason, is still on the market. Right? So we're like, okay, good. All right, we might have a chance. Cool. Make the date. It's like a Saturday morning, I think, or something like that. Was it a Sunday? Yeah. It was like a weekend. It's a, it, it was, was definitely a weekend. A weekend. Mm-hmm. And, you know, everyone knows, all right, I'm going to show up. Show up at this time. The day comes. Time comes, the contractors show up as, you know, scheduled earlier even. They got there before we did. And we're waiting for our real estate agent. Because we can't have access. We don't have access to the Access, because he has that information. We're waiting. You know, you give it a little grace period, give it a little 15 minutes, nothing. We call. No, we text. No response. And by this point, at this point, he was very good at responding back. Sometimes we would hit him up at night and he would respond back. Like, he was very good with communication. And was always there on time whenever we had an yes, appointment. always. So, hit him up. No te- no message. I mean, he no text message back. Call. No response. It's like going straight to voicemail. And at this point, now we're like half an hour in. And we can't find his. We can't find him. Like, no contact. We try calling his office. We trying all kinds of things, ways to, like, try to contact this man. And nothing. Nothing. The contract is still waiting. It's like, okay, no problem. We can wait. It's fine. So, now it's like, time is running. We're like, yo, what what is going on? Maybe something happened. Like, this this is such strange behavior. It's not like him at all. So, what we're trying to do now, not also find him, but also trying to find a way to get into this property we're already here we drove all the way from brooklyn like we have these people here we don't want to waste their time so now i was like okay let's try to find a way to get into the property and actually jen kind of suggested that because i I don't think i would even thought about that she was like oh let's try to call you know the no we tried to call their agent right yeah the The, number that was listed on the property they had a sign and it it happened to be the listing agent. yeah exactly so (laughs) you want to tell them (laughs) all right so 
I called the listing agent. I said we're trying. We were supposed to come see the, the property today with our contractor, but we don't have access because our agent is not there. And then he said he asked who who is it. I said I told him the name of the agent, and he said he never heard of him. So that's one. And this is why this isn't significant. We've been talking to our agent. He's like, yeah, he's been in contact with them. He, he they know that we're that we're interested. And all this, all this stuff. So this is why this is significant. And let me also add to you, I think we saw the property that same day that it was listed on that particular website. Because mm-hmm. I saw it the same yes. day we sent it to him. Yep. And we, we happened to had, uh, have other appointments mm-hmm. that same day. He yep. was able to put it on the schedule. And we're, because it was a vacant property, mm-hmm. so it was easy to get access. I also want to add, because, you know, there were little things he started doing. That same day, remember he was showing us a property of somebody he knew. You don't remember? Mm-hmm. That was that same day. And he had showed us the property, and we were kind of like, and eh, he's asking for a little bit too much, this and that and third. And then we end up seeing that property last, the one that we were interested in last. And he, I felt his energy was mm-hmm. like, kind of like, uh, because he wanted us to, I guess, like the property that his friend had. And when we saw that one, he kind of was not enthused. He kind of was like, uh, okay, you know, sure, yeah. And then he kind of started getting like, when he saw we were really interested, and he's like, oh, okay, guys, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then we'll do this and we'll do that. But he was really good for us to go for the friend's property right he definitely like advocated a lot for that one right that's that's true so i spoke so back to the listing agent for that other property and then when he said he never heard of our agent then he asked me what kind of offer so i said this is the type of loan or maybe i asked him if he's accepting yeah. sometimes they say they, they won't entertain that type yeah. of loan so I'm, I think I asked him and he said they have cash mm-hmm. offers. So now we're talking about over two weeks in mm-hmm. since we first saw the property. Had our agent be in, been in contact with the listing agent, he would have known, known all that information. We wouldn't have wasted our time, money, and the, the contractor's time. Mm-hmm. So that was one major thing for us. And then when we follow up with him, he he, gave he us eventually like he eventually called us back. Maybe at this point we're on our way home or something like right. I don't even think we heard from him the same day. If it was that night, right? It was that night. It was that night saying you know his <sighs> y'all forgive me. Now his ex I'm gonna say excuse because I don't know if it's the truth and I, there are other little things that happened afterward that made me feel like this man might be a liar. His excuse was like oh wow, but also like. Okay, really? So he said that his son had had a allergic reaction the night before and that they had taken him to the hospital. His phone died and that's what happened, essentially. He was at the hospital. He couldn't charge his phone and that's why he didn't make it. That sucks. Like, that's messed up. Like, we were just like, oh my gosh, like, that's terrible wow you know and he was apologetic and it was like okay you know like all right well it's kind of a done deal at this point right so this is what we learned and then when we told him what we learned he's like oh yeah 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 like that's the part that got to me the medical emergency i can get over yeah but the fact that you never gave us any like you've never follow up with the agent never updated us and when we told you that she's like oh yeah we knew that and i kept asking like, him i literally every other day i said is the property still available 
Did they not accept any offers yet by this point? Because if anyone knows the market right now, things go like this. Right. And to, or probably like that, to have stayed on that long, it's like, that don't make any sense. Mm-hmm. And he kept telling us, I already, they know our offer's coming. It's still available. Huh? And then now we tell you, oh, this is what we know. So we know this information now. And now he's like, oh, yeah, you know, I knew that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wait, what? I literally asked you the other day. <laughs> why, why did you make us do this if you knew this? Like, it, it, it just didn't make sense. It just, it just didn't add up. And that, honestly, the, there were other, like I said, prior to that, there were little things that I kind of was like, eh. But that left a taste in my mouth that yeah. was like, oh, I don't like that. That was the first time I started saying. Yeah, that's mm, when you kind of started. Yeah. But I know you had some concerns. I already prior. did prior, like even with that property where we didn't see it and we was making an offer, it that made me uncomfortable. Like, so I gave him a lot of pushback. We did a lot of back and forth with that, and he was just like, "Oh no, it's fine. We can just do this." And we can do like he was very adamant on us making an offer. Just make the offer. Just mm-hmm. make the offer. That's when you true. get to com- a turn of review, you know, you can you can iron this, iron that mm-hmm. out. And, and what I've known from my past experience is that once you're an attorney review, it's not some easy peasy thing to get out of. So when, when, I'm, I say, when I say that, I mean, for one, you're bringing in attorneys, right? So if they're doing work for you, you're going to have to pay them. Right. Why go to a point where you have to shell out money when you can kind of figure something out before you oh. get there? His old thing is, oh, no, just lock it in, just lock it in. But once you lock it in and attorneys get involved, it gets stickier, to get out right but by this point again jen is newer to the to the you know the process and we we are still trusting him you know we were still trusting him again i went through the process before but it was not like this it was a newer property and everything was a lot more seamless I, it wasn't the same type of loan so i didn't know enough so i said okay like i'm gonna trust you essentially like all right fine i'm gonna trust you we can take the risk cool no problem and but even then we there was a back and forth and kind of how he was responding i was like oh i don't like that like i didn't like it but i said all right i took a breath i took a step back i said okay all right and so we moved forward but it did that didn't go through now this thing i was over him <laughs> i was like oh no <laughs> i was like i don't like that i was pissed i was really upset and again because you know jen is the bleeding heart she kept you know kept me you know and then was like, okay, well, you know, we still looking, so we still got to, you know, work with him. You know, we don't have anyone else to work with, which is also a fact. But she was like, you know, he's still been helping us. And I'm like, okay, you're right. All right, fine. We can forgive. Move he on. It seemed like he was still, even though there was that incident with that property where the listing agent had, didn't know who we were talking about. I felt like he was still showing up. He was still, even though we were the ones sending him mm-hmm. properties, but he was still getting us in. We were mm-hmm. still able to see the properties. He was still putting, setting time aside almost every week mm-hmm. for us to see properties. So, mm-hmm. so that's, I mean, there's other little things. But let's now go to the third property, right? Because I feel <laughs> like in between the first property and the, and, and the, excuse me, the second property and the last one, he completely fell off. Like, he started really, like, pushing the envelope. And by that meaning, he stopped being as communicative with us. I feel after the second property. Yes. I feel like he would, like I said, he would respond very like not even so much as like about quickness, but he will respond. You know what I mean? And it'll be in a timely manner. He stopped really doing that. He wasn't really sending us stuff like that. Like we would have to inquire and send him stuff and then he'll follow back. And even the way he would follow back with us was different than what he was doing before. He, 
also like when we were around him it's just this energy of him like not like he ain't want to be there like he was just kind of like just there to just like whatever and it, it just was like bro what did we do to you and <laughs> honestly i felt it was connected to two things the fact that we did not want to invest in the property that his friend said because he mm. tried to push that on us at least yeah. twice i feel Twice that I can remember. Mm-hmm. Even after the first time, we was like, oh, we're good. We're not interested. He's, we went on another outing, and he went back and showed us the property again. Mm-hmm. Even though we was like, it's too much money. Unless he's trying to come down, we're good. Mm-hmm. He still he tried to push it. So I felt like it was that. And the second thing being, I don't feel he liked being like questioned. Like he, I think he just wanted us to just be like, okay. And then that was it. I think that you're bringing up an important point. That throughout one of the things that I I think we've experienced throughout the process mm-hmm. is people I don't know if it's some kind of if it's it happens to everyone they feel like they're the specialist the expert in how really say it so they don't want people questioning or because we were women yeah so I I don't know that I, I feel like it's not just with him either no it, it was, was with, the, with the, lawyer. the lawyer it was with the agent the lawyer. And the I, lawyer, I think even more so. Oh, Because I feel like he was talking to us like we were children. Kids, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was, yeah, there, there were several occasions where they, it's like they just wanted us to just listen mm-hmm. and not say nothing. Mm-hmm. Or they were questioning our judgments. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and I'm not talking about like slight things. Like I felt they were blatant things. You know what I mean? Yeah. And for us, it was like we were taking it back. Like, wait, is that what we think it is? Because we had separate yeah. thoughts about it, and then we kind of came together. It was like, did you think? Yeah. And it was like, oh, okay, so it wasn't just me. Yeah. And it, I honestly, I sat with that in different ways because I didn't know how to deal with it. Part of me was like upset that I didn't address it right then and there. Mm-hmm. But another part of me was like, but we still have a working relationship. And I, do, I didn't know how to fully address it without it messing up the relationship. We still, and essentially, at, at certain points when we were having these revelations, we needed them at that point, yeah, right? We couldn't just, yeah, we couldn't have to just pulled out. And it didn't feel good. It did not, it didn't feel good. And he went from feeling like, you know, like it was like a brotherly, like he's looking out for us to, y'all just need to just do it. Just listen. Yeah. Why are you like, you know, doing this? And he, so for that second property, he just so like, we kept saying, hey, because we didn't want to get to a certain point of getting too far in and then whatever. So I'm like, hey, can you ask their agent to ask their, the, the, buyer, the seller? Hey, these questions, that questions. And he so was so vehemently just, oh no, like, you know, like why? And just, just, just that wait till you get to this point. It was like, but sir, why would we wait to get to that point when we can just ask them now? You can get a gauge of what the seller's mindset is ahead of time. And he just was like, it's like he wasn't working for us. He just was like trying to get us just to sign yeah. on the dotted line so that they can be done with. And it was like, that, it, I didn't like that at all. Yeah. Didn't like it at Oh, and I think at that point I started feeling like, oh, oh, you really are here just for the money. Yeah, oh. it definitely started at that point. Mm-hmm. Like he was trying to push things forward, so that I guess he felt that once we're at some point, we regardless of the situation, we would close the deal. We would yeah. agree to move forward. That second home, we weren't sure we were getting the feeling of it, but by the third one, yeah, he that's it was that's. Evident. It was clearly evident. That's what he was doing. Yeah. He went from like 
being very responsive to being somewhat responsive to being barely responsive. And it wasn't until he saw money was involved that he was like on it. And even then he's very lukewarm. So after the second time, after the second whole ordeal, that one went a little bit further. That went a little deeper than the first one did. And it eventually like fell through. I can't remember exactly why it fell through. It had to get to do with the tenant thing, right? Are we talking about the second attorney review or the second property that we offer? The second attorney review. Okay. Second attorney review, the last property? No. No, so no, sorry. So then the the first one. So the second property. The second property. Mm-hmm. Not the second attorney review. That was just the last one we ran. The second property. Second I, property was because we wanted want, one at least one. It had to be the basement because the basement wasn't legal more than likely it wasn't legal so that had to be vacated and another property so essentially for the owner he would have to have vacated two each because we were buying two side by sides and he didn't want to do that and so that's when mind you i kept telling him make sure that like beforehand hey ask them make sure that this is clear make sure that this first he was fighting on it then he was like okay i'll do it Da, 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 da. supposedly there was a conversation had and it was understood and now when we get to attorney review and we're telling the attorney wait no we told our attorney wait no he said this that this and then a third he said my that it's going to be fine then their attorney come back and said the seller oh no the seller doesn't want that yeah he said that oh at the beginning when we said to make sure he said well they accepted that type of loan so it's understood right that yeah. right so we set, told him things we wanted to ask. He was our middleman, so we had no choice but to go through him to talk to them, assuming he was doing his the, the legwork, doing his due diligence. Right. So he made us waste more money on lawyer fees for nothing, right? right? Because we went through that for no reason. That was just not cool. And I think it might have been after that experience i kind of was like oh i had some words like i just i don't think i even fully said everything i wanted to say but after that experience was like yo that wasn't cool like how did we get here if you said that you spoke to them you know about this how did we get here and it fall through like this and what was that maybe it was i don't even know if it was the same day or the day after or maybe a couple of days after it was in that same week that he had his little fit with us do you remember (laughs) No, that was um that was after that. That was actually for the third property. It was, but it was also after that fell through cuz we found that property maybe was it it was soon after, didn't we? Right. It was within a week. I don't remember the time yeah. uh, in between, but he threw the fit doing that third property. Yep, cuz we had yep, we had seen the property. We had showed interest. I think we had put offer in, right? Mm-hmm. And then I think something about how he was going about it felt like how he was going about it the previous one. And so it was like, we need you to please like ask them this, you know, do this before we put in the offer. And I think oh, it was like, he was like, okay, yeah, I'll do it. Then he kind of came back saying something like, he, like before. It, <laughs> I don't even remember what was the reason for his... Uh, <sighs> His reasoning was like something happened with his family and he took it out on us. But he essentially was like, oh, he doesn't think that he could work with us anymore. And I have my thoughts about why he decided to work with us again. I think it's because 
it, it, it couldn't be coincidence. Like it was just, it just, it was just not. It was just too on the money for it to be a coincidence. Literally, he 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 messages us and says, "Oh, you know what? You know, maybe we're not a good fit for each other. Something of that nature." Because we wanted him to do more due diligence this go around. Then, all of a sudden, he hits us back up saying, "Oh, you know what?" He had a lapse in judgment, essentially. He's, he, he's apologizes. You know, he was under stress and he's sorry. And he wants to talk to us. I was over at this point, but Jen wanted to talk. So I said, okay. We get on the phone with him and he apologizes and says all this stuff. And then once he, like, apologizes and clears that up, then he's like, oh, yeah, their agent is interested. They're going to accept our offer. Now, y'all tell me. <laughs> was that a genuine apology or that man was looking at his paper? Because I feel he would just want his money. I feel if that agent didn't contact him when she did, he was going to tell us to kick rocks with no shoes on. Okay? He did not care about our, us or what we wanted. It's like us expressing for him to do more than just say, yeah, it's good, and just sign here was going to be too much for him and all of a sudden oh guys i'm so sorry my bad now against honestly against my better judgment we still went forward with this because we were like you know what it has potential this and this and this like all right cool yeah i think um the one of the main factors was that he already showed us the property so if mm-hmm. we were to move forward correct he would have uh a share i don't know if it's a share of the commission or he would yeah something like that yeah so we said okay let's just yeah move forward with and it, it would have been difficult at this point anyway if because if the offer is accepted to change out an agent like it just would have yeah. been too difficult so we had to take that <laughs> like we just had to take the l i i was so over it so now now you would think right after we have this little ordeal with him and now we have this accepted offer. At first, anything, like, he gave the energy that was, quote, unquote, needed to get the offer in and, like, through. And then energy just gone again. Yeah. Gone again. Like, and it's like, okay, you you clearly are showing why you are here and where your mind is at. So there were other, so there were, you know, things that needed to be done in the interim. So in between the timing of getting the offer accepted, we had to like, it's offer accepted, then it's attorney review, right? Offer accepted, attorney reviews, yes. Right. And after attorney reviews, we went into inspection and then contract, contractor first and then inspection. Throughout this process, I feel like one, we did more of the legwork at this point we were like we're not leaving nothing to him because he's showing us that he is just doing all this talking previously he showed us that we're getting a contractor one minute it was this next minute it was that he's like all right this time was like no here's what we doing so we was like oh we got this we're doing this this and that and third and he stepped in of course and did some things right to show that he's still involved because he want to you know still get his money going but most of the stuff I think we were we were a lot more hands on with mm-hmm. doing a lot of stuff and we also didn't go to him as our primary 
kind of info person we went kind of went more to our lawyer we went we went straight you know went to the loan officer as opposed to waiting for him to give us answers we went on our own to try to find the answers that we needed so if we did come to him we already had our answers if he says something to us we, we'll be like uh no this is not what we heard this is what we know this go around again still a two or three k loan he went about the process very differently right he's just like oh yeah you don't need that no more you could do this or rather did we find that out and then we yeah, were like we could make the offer yeah the contractor i mean having the contractor bid but just a few just a few weeks ago <laughs> mm-hmm. and again he went oh yeah you can instead of saying oh i was wrong the first time around oh yeah you can do that no like, accountability yeah this man throughout the process when things will fall through even at his word like he would say something and we went through with it and it felt through. he would take no accountability he always there was always another thing person entity that right. caused it cool now this is him there's more that happened unless you want to touch on it just going through this process we did an inspection he didn't even no we did the contract that came through he was supposed to come he made an excuse not to come Right? Yeah, he wasn't here on the day the contractor he, came. He didn't come. Then when it's time for the inspect, and he gave us a whole story. It's not even worth getting into. It was just a whole elaborate story. So he just kept adding on and on and on. The things that we had up here, like, oh, we're not sure. He definitely made it concrete that this man was playing us and giving us stories. Like, he made it concrete. Then when it was the inspection time, he showed up late. He, he didn't even get inside. He didn't even come inside to see what was going on. So we went through that on our own, which technically the agent as a courtesy should come with you, right? Like, you know, cause again, he is the middleman in a lot of things, right? Cool. Then, so we go through this process, just seeing things, talking to the inspector, the house is crazy. Like we need a lot of work. But I, I if I may yeah. back up a little bit, mm -hmm. when we saw, we saw the property twice. twice. Yep. Mm -hmm. And he was there both times. He reassured us about certain things that we're not. Yes, we, prior to the inspection and con mm -hmm. the contractor. So this is what she means. So we went to see the property mm -hmm. twice. Yeah. So we saw, we already saw the property needed major work. Mm -hmm. So we take okay, these are more aesthetic, like updates that we would have to mm -hmm. do. And one of our major concern things we really wanted, like were the, um, boilers water heaters mm -hmm. and then foundation make sure there's yes. no um structural stuff and stuff that someone who sees houses on a daily will see, will see. and know not Absolutely. stuff that two people who don't know this stuff will know right we would miss we anybody well, no. like us would miss mm -hmm. but he there's no way he should miss some of those things that At he all. did so even like because we don't know we ask him and on the second visit, the owner was there. So we asked questions yep. about the water heater, heaters, the, the roof. We got answers and he's like, okay, maybe the roof, he wouldn't be able to confirm. We'll yeah. just go by what the owner, owner said. said. Mm -hmm. But then for things that we saw in the basement, basement. he should have been able to tell without even asking us, mm -hmm. asking the guy to say, oh, this is good. This seems more recent or not. And he just co-signed what the Everything owner said. Everything the owner said. So we're like, okay, we're, mm -hmm. in good, we're in good position. Let's move forward. Mm-hmm. Now. And but. when, so when we went through, again, this two times that we've seen it, I think on both occasions we interacted with their, the, the current tenants. And when the tenants, the actual tenants would tell us stuff, he was kind of like trying to like say, oh yeah, they're crazy. Or, oh yeah. They don't want you to They're not going to, they're going to say these things because they don't want you to buy. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Because they're not paying more. Oh yeah, they're not paying more correct. Which is actual factual. But every every single thing that the tenants said was verified and confirmed by the inspectors. Mm -hmm. And again, things you can see. Right, someone who sees homes on a regular yeah. would see. So that means you were blowing smoke up our ass, yeah. right? And then when we went through the inspection, so now we have a certified specialist tell us, "Oh, this is some visible stuff. Mm-hmm. This is a lot." Yeah. We go and tell him because again, he didn't come inside to do the inspection with us. He was sitting outside mm-hmm. with his child and <laughs> another story. And hey, guy, so there's an oil tank. There's things that it's going to take thousands of dollars to rectify. Make we we had, mean. yeah, we had a cap. It's going way beyond what our cap was for repairs. And our cap was pretty high, okay? And structural damage, like, roof was a hot mess. Just so much nonsense. And we're talking to him, like, hey, because he wasn't inside with us. We're telling him, hey, yeah, there's this, there's that, is that. This is going to be highly unlikely. Like, if he doesn't drop the price substantially, it's not going to work. We're telling him all these things. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah. What he said? What he said? He kept saying, oh, use this to negotiate. He kept saying something about right, when we get to. To, to drop, he would need Yeah, to or when we get. He was Then he was saying when we get to another point. So when we get out of attorney review, or when we get to this point, he's going to have to rectify. So all he keeps doing is try to push us through the process. And the deeper you go in the process, the harder it is to get out. We're literally telling him this. Any same person, any person who cares about this, uh, another person, their well-being, would tell him, oh, no. No, no, this is a hell no. Because everybody else we spoke to about this was like, oh, hell no. The contractor was like, oh, no. <laughs> like, the inspector was like, Ugh. If you were a seasoned investor, yes. For your first home, too much. Like, everybody else but him. Even as a seasoned um, investor, the price would have to be right. Exactly. It would have to make sense financially. Exactly. His whole thing was like... we were re- willing. willing to entertain. Right. If, if he was we, playing, willing yeah. to play ball. He's still like, oh, yeah, this... Like, like we like all we said is like they need to change freaking doorknobs. Like, he just was making it seem like, oh, yeah, he'll... You know, he'll have to do... And he'll... All right, guy. But by this point, we're already in. We're already in the sauce, so we can't just get out. We have to find. It has to be a legally binding, you know, thing for us to get out of the deal. Yeah. Move forward now, and essentially, the 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 deal falls. No, so we we get the report, all this stuff. Sell it to send send it to the attorneys, the seller's attorney, and this guy. What he offered twenty five hundred dollars. was a joke it's a pure joke this house should have been condemned it was a death trap and he at least should have dropped that home at least two hundred thousand dollars at least two hundred thousand the man offered twenty five hundred dollars there was a lot a lot it was so much work it was technically a shell not even that it was not even that it wasn't even that everything over Everything, but it was again. It was in a good neighborhood, good location. Yeah. So it was size was right, so. good size, all that. But outside of that, it was it was just not worth it. So and I, the seller was not trying to play ball. He he was trying to get rid of that house because it was a liability, mm-hmm. and it was bleeding him money. Because from what their tenants were saying, it was just one problem after the next, after the next, after the next, after the next. 
Yeah, and I think um, for us, one important point at this point, we had to pay, we're in attorney review, so we have to pay the attorney. attorney. Well, the only good thing in in the sense that it was less money because it was a uh, it didn't go through the full together. process. Yeah, no, that but too. It wasn't two attorney two fees, which so was, it was one fee. Yeah, the, the last time it was two fees. Two this fees. time it was just one, one since we were yeah. So sharing. we had we have to pay the contractor because he came mm-hmm, and did the and job. Did the job. Yeah. And we had to pay the inspector. Spectre. So now we. And thank gosh, this inspector we, was a we, nice, we, reasonable man. And he said, look, y'all, we're not going to run all these extra other things. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give y'all this. This is more than enough right. to utilize and get with the job done. So thank God, because it went, it could have went yeah. from thousands and it was yeah. just like high 700s, I think, or 800s or something like that. So thank goodness for that. But now we done shelled out, uh, each of us, close to a thousand, I think, right? right. Dollars at this point for nothing. And, and what angers me is the fact that he kept pushing us to get into that point right meaning mm-hmm. in any property you can say yeah just once once you get yeah, into attorney review get into attorney review like attorney review is like this magic bullet i don't know like it was just so weird how he kept pushing that but the reality of the situation is attorney review essentially is you done wrote on the dotted line and now he say oh now they will be forced to negotiate with you they ain't gotta do shit especially in this nothing market. exactly and I kept saying that to him, and then there was back and forth about that too. Again, he kept he kept saying things to us, and as if we we should just take it back and take it. And I was just like, but at the end of the day, we are the only ones losing if something goes awry. We have to shell out money up front to not even get a property, right? Even if we don't get the property, we have to shell out money to get out of the contract. It's just so many things where we're the ones taking the risk. No one else is losing here. No one else. Even if we went through the process and bought that damn house if we didn't if we had no sense. You getting paid, they're getting or attorneys getting paid, contractor got paid, inspector got paid, lawyers got paid, loan officer got paid. We're stuck with this house that's going to bleed us money. Yeah. And when I made that clear to him, He's like, oh, yeah, I understand, I understand. One breath he's saying he understands and he gets it. And next breath he's saying, yeah, pushing us forward. Hey, just get to this point. Guy. Yeah. What? Uh, well, one thing I would disagree with you, see, is that it wasn't all for nothing. Because I think, uh, at least for me, I think we, we've gained some knowledge that we, like, we've sat, we spoke, we spoke about it and we said this is what we're going to do differently. Even mm-hmm. though we did lose money, mm-hmm. but I think we came out of this wiser and now we're going to be better advocate for ourselves and we know more things and what to look for in agent and also in a lawyer. Mm-hmm. So I think... You're Although right. we the outcome wasn't what we expected, we definitely got, it's gonna allow us to do better the next time around. Absolutely, and I think that leads us to to the lessons learned. For me, I'm going to listen to my gut more. There was so many instances where my gut was like, "No, absolutely not. Run, <laughs> like, don't do it." And I was just kind of like, "Okay, let me just not. Let's see how it happens. Let's see how it goes." And it turned out going exactly how I thought. And for that, I need to listen to my gut more. But I think the most important thing, because what we touched on earlier, was how we felt we were talked to. How I felt that they viewed us and talked to us. We need to put yeah. up boundaries. Right. Right? And we need to check people when they come yeah. at us. Like, no. We are both very educated, intelligent women. Yeah. And just because we don't have expertise in a particular 
area does not mean you can talk down to us does not mean that we don't know nothing and does not mean we can't understand if it's explained to us properly but we do our own diligence when someone tells us something we don't know in that conversation we'll hear them out and then we'll go back and be like look up something and be like okay this is what this is so next time we know what the hell you're talking about. And we'll probably come with more information than, than you gave us last right. time. So I felt that there were too many times where they were talking to us crazy. And out of, one, not knowing what to say in that moment. Or out of like, okay, we need to use these, this, this person again. Like, just didn't say nothing. And then afterwards, I don't know about you, but afterwards, I, I, there were moments where I was upset. Like, I was like, oh, no. Like, I felt like I needed to say some shit. And I did it. And it made me upset. And I'm like, because I felt in a way like disrespected or I felt like disre- I just don't like, I just don't, didn't like what the, the, what they said or how they said it. I'm not doing that no more. I felt a lot like that with the the lawyer mm-hmm. more. So especially with, uh, well, the first property he kept asking us why we want this property, yeah. why this location. But the second, t- second time around, I felt disrespected by this man. Because mm-hmm. he was talking to us almost like lecturing a child. Yes, literally and, said, hey, yeah. can we have a conversation? So we're thinking about <laughs> it's something else. I don't know what we thought. And he literally got on the phone with us. It's like, hey, you know, I just wanted to check. Did you got what well, he said? Asking us if we if we. It was next after, time yeah. oh about the inspections oh next time you know you guys have enough expertise to like look and be sure to look for things better yeah. you know you guys can do this and this and this huh you actually we're inspectors did, now yeah you actually <laughs> did you did say something as yeah though, by that I, point i, I was I, over everybody so yeah. i was ready to give everybody the business so but of course i had to <laughs> bring it down but yeah at this point i was like this man is nuts yeah I no. was just shocking and then I'm like, at this point, I didn't think it was even worth talking about, talking, yeah. like explaining, responding to him and say, what are you talking about that? This is why I think, but you, I think you said something that oh, mm-hmm. this is why I thought that this is why, what the, um, the agent is right. For. And so when we put it back on him, he's like, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, again, one of the situations he's, we were supposed to sit back and not say nothing when you do speak up, they're like, oh no, no, yeah, yeah what you're saying is valid. So then why the yeah. f- did you say it to us then? If you knew that, why the hell did you yeah. come to us and say this nonsense to us? Like, it was just, just how they interacted was so weird. It was just yeah. so off. It was, and I'm not, and again, almost all of them were black men except for i mean the contractor and then the loan officer were latino men but it was just i've i've had a a a a male a black male real estate agent before and it was a different experience i was really hoping that this one was going to be like that he was very on the money like he was on it you know what i mean it just happened the deal that we had fell through and then he ended up moving to georgia so that was a whole nother thing but it just left a real bad taste in my mouth with so many things the seller of the home was also a black man and he was just lying out his ass like he looked as dead in our face and lied to us about so many things the our lawyer you know was talking to us crazy the agents start acting crazy and treating us crazy and for me again what i stress for anyone who's doing this listen to your gut and set up put up your boundaries you feel me it doesn't have to mean you get disrespectful it doesn't mean that you cuss people out because that's not what i'm saying but what you do say is make it clear to them that no you're not a dumb little girl that don't know what they're doing okay it's it's the fact that you are all here, though, to advise us, it doesn't mean you tell us what to do. And I think that's what they didn't understand. Like, advising someone gives them the choice right. to take what you're saying to them and apply it how it's needed. 
telling them what to do is saying do this and we're supposed to go okay and that's what they were expecting us to do unless we ask you what to do say hey tell us what to do yeah. we don't want you to tell us what to do and i don't think they understood that and i don't know if it would have been different if it was if we were men yeah. i don't know if it they would have talked to us in the way that they did or went about things that they waited in and that's just how i feel no, how about I, you i agree with you i agree with you that uh, i don't think it would have gone the same way at least the, the the interaction with the attorney and and some of the um, agent mm-hmm. the way they spoke to us i doubt they would do the same to a man mm-hmm. yeah. highly doubt yeah. that what are some takeaways that you had some lessons learned moving forward well lesson learned for the attorney I think we, I would want to focus more, to ask, like we have already spoke about a list of questions that we want to ask. We mm-hmm. want someone who focuses on real estate only. Yeah, this man was all over the place yeah, too. Only because sometimes our, that specific attorney would send things really late or he wasn't able to do the document the same day and because was- he had he was doing other he was um doing other things and there were things that i felt like he should have known and he would tell us mm-hmm. in conversation oh he's not sure he doesn't know right. it's like but what are we paying you for yeah, so, <laughs> like yeah. what <laughs> but again it was too late at that yeah. point yeah so i think he also does criminal law so mm. he had um hearing during the day and then maybe this was something yeah he does, on the side uh, on the side in the yeah evening. so we want someone who knows the or the ins and outs when it comes to law because sometimes we would, like even when some of the things we wanted to put on the contract he wasn't sure he yeah didn't have to check. so he we was, want someone who knows yeah. and in terms of the agent we want someone we're definitely gonna maybe sh- share some of our experience not get into details but to mm-hmm. let them know this is our expectation mm-hmm. from the get-go and as soon as they show us a different face we address, address it, it or say goodbye yep we're because this is a big transaction this is a huge. big investment huge deal. they are working for you in a, in a sense even though they're not getting their commission mm-hmm. from you but if you don't close the deal they're not they getting get that commission yep. so i think I, i'm gonna be less forgiving that's for sure i think i was way too forgiving and saying oh giving people give them another chance in terms of the agent and also uh, we we want to know what are their what they look for so we want to know how what's their expertise like in terms of looking at property because they're not just showing you a property they have to like look at things for example in the basement or look at if there's any yeah leak. how long i think i don't think we asked how long he's been in the business but we need also someone who's a little more seasoned right but i also also think just like with the lawyer someone who this is their full-time job because this was not his full-time job he was personal training and he was working here like it was just like just a lot it was just too much like it was just when it came down to the nitty-gritty this is when all of a sudden he got three jobs when it's like before he never mentioned anything like that and he was accessible so when it was like it just i'm telling you like he just deteriorated and it's like okay somebody who's serious about this right this is where they get their bread buttered yeah yeah Overall, I think also the biggest thing, the take, biggest takeaway is to advocate for yourself. Mm. Speak up. Right. Speak up. <laughs> and if you have outside resources, outside things, outside people to reach out to who can assist you, definitely do that. Don't take what your agent is saying, even with your attorneys, <laughs> as it, right? Like, do your own due diligence, do your own research, but also when something isn't doesn't feel right or you're unsure speak up for yourself and if you get pushed back 
in a way that I think if you get pushed back, period, I think that 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 should also be addressed and you should really sit on that and not take it lightly. Because, again, like what Jen said, this is a huge transaction and it's, it's a huge transaction for you. It's a huge life step. Mm-hmm. If the people you're working with minimizes it, makes it seem like, oh, this is regular every day. No. I think if you don't feel special, when I say special, meaning that they are taking the care that you need for this process, especially it being your first process, that speaks volumes. And we definitely experienced that we weren't being handled with care and we didn't speak up. And I, and I definitely regret that. I think towards the end, I started speaking up. I started like, I gave a little pushback, but not as hard as I could have in the, during the process. But towards the end, we let them have a piece of our minds. <laughs> Quite a few of the pe- parties at hand, because right. even the second go around, the contractor did, got very unprofessional and we had to give him a peace of mind. And again, a lot of people, they apologized. Some apologized. The agent was probably like the only one who really took no accountability the lawyer, we didn't really give a chance to, for apology. We just kind of was just like, bruh, yeah. don't come at us like that. Like, yeah. that ain't our job. You feel me? It's y'all job to help us, not for us to be doing all this extra stuff. So we were able to, like, address them after the fact. And so I feel a little, a little better about that. But I feel like I should have advocated for, for us sooner, you know, as things are happening, not sitting back and going, oh, I don't know. Because by then, you're already going to be lost in the sauce of things and thank god we were able to get out of the contract and it wasn't something that was dragged out because it could have it could have went worse it could have really gotten ugly and i'm happy it didn't get there but we shouldn't have put ourselves in that predicament yeah Yeah. another thing that just came to mind is don't go with the hype like Mm. in terms of pricing Mm -hmm. like go with what makes sense Sense. financially just because yep things are going really high or the agent tells you the, the, yes. the property is gonna appraise for this because mm. we have um one that's of the properties that's what he kept mm-hmm. saying oh appraisal uh-huh. it's not gonna appraise one of well actually for two of the properties yes. but the first one he said oh you will appraise you'll appraise and then we didn't we our deal fell through mm-hmm. maybe a month later it got back on the market for let the was it like 50,000 or just way less way <laughs> less than what they initially we initially offered because we went actually this summer based on what he said mm-hmm. you for yeah when we're putting it so what she's referring to is putting the offer in so we put the offer in for asking or above because he's like yeah it's definitely gonna sell yeah something mm-hmm. around here is definitely this and then as the process gets along or if we met, see something we was looking at or put an offer in for less he's like he ain't got nothing to say. He like, he, oh yeah. And he kept pushing, I'm sorry, but like, just to add this, he kept pushing, that's what the word I kept mis- forgetting was appraisal. He kept pushing us to go to the next step before, instead of pulling out, right? Instead of saying, oh, this ain't working. Instead of giving us alternative. He said, oh, get, just get to the alternative. Put your, put the bid in, put the bid in. Like, you know, we won't have to worry about it unless the bid gets accepted. Bid gets accepted. Oh, just get to attorney review, and that's when you worry about this. Get to attorney review. Next step. Oh, it ain't going to praise. Get to appraisal. Yeah. What? He just kept pushing us to next step, next step. And that's moving further and further. If you get to appraisal, the process is almost done. Yeah. 
God. Only after attorney review, only have so many days. Yeah. And like specific criteria to under which you can actually do certain things, yeah, and you then you're your locked own. in essentially, right? Until this appraisal, which is also at your expense. Like this guy was a mess. I'm sorry. Okay, go ahead, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I guess the um, only thing I was going to say, because I know with this market, things are selling way above appraised. Mm-hmm. So people, f- I guess if you feel that you want the property, you go and, and make the offer above. I guess if he, it makes sense for you financially, go ahead. But it seems like things are starting to slowly mm, normalize a little normalize bit. and prices or uh, some of the properties, at least we've looked into that are still in the market, they're going down. So... Just don't don't go by what solely by what your your agent said mm-hmm. says. So that's one thing I learned for sure. If we don't feel it's worth that, we're not gonna offer that. Yeah, that's essentially it. There was a few properties where like that ain't worth that. Oh, we're just going. You know, we were told oh this this and this. We gonna offer what we want to offer. If they don't accept it, then that's right. fine. Because if we're not comfortable with that number, we shouldn't even play around with it. Because there's no guarantee that we're we're not gonna pay that amount, right? Because some sellers, even if it doesn't appraise, they're still like, no, we're still gonna. That's what we want. Then then we just wasted our time doing all of that, you know. So there's a there's I think a few other little things that's like that, but definitely that. Like if it don't feel right from the jump, price wise, anything this doesn't sit well with you don't don't bother just don't bother don't think that somewhere along the line it's going to iron itself out because a lot of times you're just going to add more complication and it's not necessary and just keep in mind these things are at your expense so if you got money to play with then go ahead you want to take that risk that's cool but if it's just not going to be worth it in the long run or even in the short term just to get through this process don't don't do it I don't think it's worth it. Don't do it at all. But even though we've had bad experience with this this particular agent, I think all these properties, this experience in general, have we've learned a lot. I think we're wiser. Mm-hmm. So we will do better for sure the next time around. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So I don't doubt that. I, I definitely think we're going to do better. <laughs> yeah, we know more yeah. about the 2 or 3K process. Yes. So yep. that's some. So if we do decide to go that route, so we'll be able to move faster mm-hmm. and yeah. And so we're I definitely think. coming, going to come to the table with our own players. Meaning, yeah. you know, we're going to identify our own lawyer because we use the lawyer that the agent has suggested. So we're coming with our own lawyer. Like we already have, you know, our own financial person. We are going to take more onus i think you know what i mean of the process and instead of thinking that that person has your best interests at heart we got our own best interests at heart you feel me and yeah we're definitely gonna come with our own have backup too (laughs) for the next go around so that way we have more control because you do have a level of control in this process it's not something that's completely out of your hands until you got to dish out some money that's not how it should feel and and i definitely don't want that feeling again moving forward at all All right. Okay. <laughs> Y'all, it's a lot. Was this a lot. was heavy. It took us weeks before we could even record this, to be honest. Yeah. This was something that weighed on us for a while. We had to, def- at least for me, I had to defuse, like, because I was angry. Yeah. <laughs> I had to really get that, the emotion out, and then be able then to pull away, like what Jen said, that we did, you know, come out wiser and we did come out this and that so before i can really be like okay yeah there were some things that were learned here there's some things i could have did better here but it definitely took some time to kind of get this episode together but hopefully (laughs) next episode (laughs) 
<laughs> next time we do an update it's better news yeah, it's exactly. more promising info even if it's not necessarily a we definitely got a home but at least we're, we're gonna be at least working with people that are gonna make it happen for us right and that's the hope yeah for sure so that's the latest in home buying that's the latest <laughs> that is the latest so, till next time, y'all. Thank you for All joining right. us. Ciao. <laughs> for today's Connection Corner, I leave you with, I'm very big on respect. I don't care how nice I may seem. Don't play with me. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of The Oasis Podcast. I hope you were able to find something that resonated with you on your journey. Don't forget to subscribe anywhere you listen to podcasts and YouTube. Rate us and leave us a review and comment on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, and YouTube. Share your favorite episode and like us on Instagram and Facebook. If you have any questions, comments, want to be a guest, or any show ideas, contact us at ajsoasis at gmail.com. That's A-A-Y-J-A-Y-S-O-A-S-I-S at gmail.com. Or direct message us on Instagram.